Have you ever heard the statement, facts are our friends? Well, I think it's true. Stats can be our friends in helping us determine reality. Stats provide us information on people's thoughts and behaviors. For pastors and leaders, it can really help us as a church. We're going to talk about some statistics today on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And it's another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. I forgot to look. Is it 318? I think it's 318. Am I right, Steve? I think you said 317 last time. Yeah, good. All right, good. Well, I'm Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And we come to you every week with this podcast brought to you by MyChurchDaily.com. MyChurchDaily is a a great little tool that you can use for your church and ministry to be on Alexa devices. You can have your flash briefing every day on Alexa devices. Uh, Millions of people have Alexa devices, the Echo what do they call them? What's the generic term, Steve? Echo devices? Amazon Echo? Is that what they call them? The speakers. Uh, yes, they are Amazon Echoes. There's Echo Show and Echo Dot and um, other things yeah. like that. So. There are lots of things. And, and uh, they're basically, you know, you probably have heard of Alexa by now. So go to My Church Daily and check it out. we got a free trial. And uh, we think it's a great tool to reach people and connect with your people in your church every day if you choose. And it's really simple to do. Short audio files are very easy to upload. And of course, we will help you because My Church Daily is actually part of what we do here at JSL Solutions. So Steve, happy belated birthday. Your birthday was yesterday. Yes, thank you. And you gave me a great birthday present. Well, the video interviews, that was really good. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad you like that. That's made up of, uh, that was actually several months worth of people, me nagging people <laughs> to to get their video in. And uh, a lot of people did it. And I thought they said some really nice things. And if people want to actually see or hear what people said uh, about Steve, because uh, it's, 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 this is our 20th anniversary for JSL Solutions. And uh, you can go to uh, streamingchurch.tv and uh, click on look under the menu under info. We have uh, our video podcast and things like that, as well as audio. And that video, which is about 16 minutes long, is on there right now. Oh. It's also on our YouTube channel. So people, people can look it up. Yeah, you can look it up and you can, you can see all the wonderful things that Steve, people said about Steve. And uh, they were all true, by the way. So, uh, so, all right. All right. So, so let's, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing today? Well, so we've, uh, we've, we've hinted about this. We've done this in the past. Tony Morgan, uh, his website's TonyMorganLive.com. And he's uh, also got a ministry called The Unstuck Church. And he does a report every quarter for people that sign up for this for him. And uh, so we're going to look at the Unstuck Church report that he produced a couple of weeks ago that basically go through the past year. And uh, there's over 500 churches that participate in this with him. And uh, did I say it was a 500 or more than 500, 194 churches, 194. Stop, stop mocking me because I get my numbers wrong. The average attendance was over 500 
Yes. Which is that was surprising. Uh, well, I think Tony works with larger churches, so I think that's the reason. But the numbers here are very interesting. And uh, if you're involved in leadership in your church or even involved as a key volunteer, uh, yeah, some of these numbers are interesting and you might want to just kind of take a look at them. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. a little bit about them. Yeah. Some of them we're going to try to highlight some of those that were um, surprising. And some of those were, were some you would expect, like yeah. in-person average weekly attendance for yeah. these yeah. almost 200 churches yeah. has gone up or down, do you think, over the past uh, year? Well, I would guess because of COVID, I would say the in-person attendance has probably gone down, even though it's starting to come up. Yeah. So their, their average weekly attendance is down 34%, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. But they're... Um, online service views you think went up or down well again because of covid and we're still kind of dealing with this i'd say it went up i would say yes. i would think it would gone up online it went up over 200 percent yeah so yeah. that's amazing that is so, amazing yeah. yeah that's a quite a quite a jump um but of course if you're stuck you know especially in 2020 and this covers you know, about a year. So I know a lot of churches are meeting now, but uh, it's only been, you know, a little while. And so uh, you could see why, you know, that was for many churches, the only option they had was to go online. And so that's why it went up 200%, 205% according yeah. to his stats. Yeah. But I think most churches have been meeting in 2021, right? So yeah, but this covers part of 2020 too. Remember? Yeah. yeah so, the end of the year, very end of yeah, the year. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I don't know, but again, you know, we've talked a lot about this over the last year or two about how online streaming is here to stay. And, and I think a lot of people, uh, you know, like it. I mean, there are some people that say, no, I want to meet in person and, and that's understandable. And, and you can't really replicate that per se, but I, I think there's still people watching and, and most churches that have gone online are staying online in some form, uh, some capacity, some form. So online service views up. Yeah. So this thing, these are just kind of some stats that kind of give the state of the church. Yeah. And, and as you look at the stats, you can kind of derive what's going on. So for example, the in-person attendance is down, the online views are up, and the number of people baptized is down by 50%, yeah. which if you look at that, you go, hmm, well, in order to get baptized, I got to show up for the church. So my, in, my in-person average attendance is down. So that would yeah. kind of reflect that. Yeah. And But my online um, service reviews, but people are not getting typically getting baptized online, although right. <laughs> some churches do have the facilities to uh, do yeah. some remote uh, baptism kind of things as well. Yeah, but, there are some churches that do that. I think as we go through these stats, I think that, you know, the next quarter, and I think he does this like a quarterly report as well. So I think it'll be interesting to see what the next quarter shows, uh, you know, just how if the numbers have changed at all, if they've gone up in certain areas or gone down. Yeah. So, yeah, there's it, it to me, it kind of points to and some of these other numbers, well, I guess we'll go to or reflect this as well, a little bit of a shallower impact that the church has had over the past 12 months, just due to the nature of the changes within the church with a lot of online and and fewer. But although there's some stats that that, that don't line up with that as well. So but anyway, I'm just trying to 
look at these numbers and kind of put my little uh, assessment on things. Um, you know, the number of baptisms is down, which is really a health indicator of how effective the church is um, in reaching their people. So, right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now they, they do have new people added to the church database. And as I put my glasses on, I see that's down almost 20%, uh, 18% is, yeah. the, is the down. Again, that would make sense, right? Given yeah, what so we're that's, going here. Even though we got, you know, this online service fees are way up, those people aren't signing up to be members. Um, so the, yeah, the people that are new people added to the database that they're following up on has yeah. gone down. Yeah. Well, this is a good one though here. So in, in spite of all of these others that weekly attendance is, is down 34% and um, baptisms are way down. The adults and students that are volunteering is pretty much the same. Yeah. Only down 3%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I find that, you know, in my experience of working with churches for over four decades that, you know, a lot of the, your volunteers, the, the ones that are the, the stalwart, the ones, the one that are really there, you know, they're going to be there for you. Uh, I mean, you do have people that come and go, but you have a consistent bunch of people many times that will just hang in there. You know, I was just over at your church this past weekend, uh, we were doing a little photo shoot because we're opening, we're, we're going to update our streaming church.tv website. And, you know, I was, I bumped into two guys that I work with 30 years ago, <laughs> you know, right. 25, anyhow, a little more than 25 probably. And so, you know, uh, they're still there, you know. Yeah. And, and they're uh, still there every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. The great people. Yeah. So you're right. The, 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 the hardcore volunteers are, are, are still there and people committed to the church are still there. Um, the um, giving is interesting here. Giving is pretty much unchanged as well. Yeah. It's down one and a half percent, which you see, if I lost 34% of my in-person weekly attendance, but my giving went down only by one and a half percent, it kind of points yeah. to the, the same thing you were talking about in that there's some committed people, you know, that are volunteering and they're, they're maintaining their giving or increasing their giving. Yeah. And of course, uh, you know, what probably hopefully now every church has people have the ability, have, have a feature, have a tool that you can give online. And uh, so, you know, this again helps out because if you're watching online, you can give online and you should, you know, we've talked about this. We've beat this drum a lot over the years. You know, you should always have a donate button on your website and it should be there. Very easy to see your online streaming should be a donate button close by your archives. Those kind of things are important. Uh, and, you know, and everything you do. Uh, and, and I think most churches, many churches at least have gotten on the bandwagon there and they're actually giving, making it uh, you know easy for people to give online. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's just jump through some of these other things that he, sure. uh, Tony Morgan has pointed out. Um, one of the things that, and this kind of reflects the, I think the nature of the churches that he's um, interviewing, the 194 churches as well. He says one in four churches surveyed is now multi-site. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Um yeah, you know, again, Tony reaches a, a specific group of churches. And so, you know, as you were saying earlier, this is kind of a snapshot, but it, you know, how much in his, the average attendance, what did we say, 500 people? 
in, in these churches that he yes, surveyed. People. Uh, you know, I, I know there's lots of you listening out there saying, well, my church is only 185, you know, yeah, how does that, a, or 75. Know, yeah. You know, it could be less the average church size. Right. So it's a little snapshot here, how, how scientific it is. You know, I, I don't think he's claiming it to be that scientific, but as you were saying, it, it still is an indication of things. So, so yeah, I'm sorry. I cut you off there, but uh, uh, I was just going to, one of the things that jumped out at me said that the, yeah, the one in four that are multi-site, he said, this is the highest percentage of multi-site churches they've ever seen since they started collecting data. So hmm. maybe I know multi-site was, was a really big trend um, 10 years ago and 15 so. years ago. Yeah. 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 10 or 15 years ago. So maybe yeah. it's uh, it's um, gaining, regaining some, uh, health there and or it's working multi-sites working for people yeah it's a challenge to do it as as you and i both have had experience with it but uh possibly so uh so uh, you want to break these down a little bit uh yeah here's one that that had jumped out to me and um uh, they said of uh, the churches that that have one worship style uh two out of three were contemporary styles of worship yeah and only Six um, percent of their churches still offer traditional services. Yeah. So, and uh, what seventeen percent offer multiple multiple types of worship services, and that it's. Um, I said we know from previous research that declining churches are more likely to offer multiple styles of worship. It's kind of an interesting, which seems counterintuitive. Yeah, it does you know, a little on the, bit. Yeah. On the, on the surface, because you would think, oh, I'm going to try to reach more people, and I've got an age, an older group, and a younger group, and they they like really different styles of worship. So I'm going to take care of both of them. But uh, apparently, those that that are doing that are having a harder time. Their churches are declining. Yeah, it would seem, according to to the survey that he's got there. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why that would be. I mean, I, I do know that. Uh, you know, when you try to do too many things, many times you're not good at any of them. <laughs> so I, I don't know whether that's something that they're doing multiple, uh, what do we call that, uh, uh, styles. And and I, I don't know. I mean, maybe these, <laughs> neither style is very good. I don't know. It's hard to say, or you're, you're trying to do too much. Uh, I don't have an answer for that, you know. I yeah. mean, or it we, may be that, yeah, you just can't be everything to everybody. Yeah, I I don't have any experience in that. I, I have because every group I've been with over the years, we always did contemporary stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, same here. But we do have lots. You know, we have churches in that um, that we serve that have yeah. uh, multiple styles. So it's just yeah. an interesting. We should survey those people. Yeah. Since they use our services. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, children's ministry in-person attendance is down 14% uh, to of overall attendance. Well, again, I think, I still think COVID has something to do with this. Oh yeah. I think, you know? yeah, it probably did. People aren't willing as, as much to get back out as yeah. they were. Yeah. Here, so. Here's something that, that I think is, that honestly surprises me. And he's, he has a section here in his report. This is the unstuck report about one in five churches have discontinued a membership or partnership type of commitment. Uh, 
Currently, 19% of churches do not offer membership as a connection point to the church. I find that really surprising. Yeah, it does. I've I've always been big on that. Right. that, That, you know, people need to be committed. And so you need to, you know, offer them. Now, I've always said you need to offer whatever you want to call them, classes or whatever, so people understand what they're being committed to. They understand your vision, the church's mission, you know, those kind of things. Because I've always been, I don't know where I got this, probably Rick Warren, but I, I always have believed that, you know, people need to understand and make a commitment to things. And when they make a commitment, you're better off. Everybody's better off. Now I was part of groups many years ago that didn't do that, but uh, you know, I, I've always felt that that's the way to go. So, so I'm very surprised that one in five churches have discontinued membership or partnership, whatever you want to call it, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm kind of, maybe, maybe we're old school or uh, I mean, what, what I've envisioned here is the, um, the really large church that just doesn't focus on the membership. So you get a lot of, I don't know, maybe it does. It, it, uh, one benefit is it won't create classes of people at the church, right? <laughs> there won't be, I'm a member. Are you a member? Yet? You're not a member. Therefore yes. you're lower class. Than I, I, I yes, don't know. Yes. I don't know. Uh, that is interesting. I would like to talk to some other people about that. One of these days we'll have Tony Morgan on. He's just a really busy person and he's this time of the year, he's on vacation, I know. So, but uh, maybe we can get him to talk about some of this stuff and we'll try him again. I've tried him in the past. All right. So, so where are we going here? So Go another ahead. one here that jumped out at me, small group participation has increased yeah. through the last year. Interesting. That's, a, that's another, that's a, I mean, the in-person attendance is down, but the small group attendance is up, which is, um, I don't know, that's good. It's it's counterintuitive to me, but it's also a sign of, I think, um, I think if you do have in-person attendance that's down and your small group attendance is up, you're running a healthy ministry. I mean, the pastor may get depressed on Sunday because like, where is everybody? But um but they're, they're meeting in small groups and they're growing in small groups and, you know, the church is thriving. Yeah. Um, so people are craving, I, I, I believe people crave relationships and, and uh, you know, during COVID-19 and, and all this stuff that's coming after it here, uh, you know, the online thing is great in one sense, but they don't get to connect with the people like they used to when they would show up at a, at a service. And so a uh, small group, you get an opportunity to connect with your friends, make new friends. If new people come, uh, people crave relationships, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's a really important thing. I mean, no matter who you are, extrovert or introvert, I'm an introvert and I value relationships very much. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's a healthy one. I mean, it hasn't jumped a lot, but yeah. Um, relative to the other stats, it's, you know, it's, it's gone up, which is, yeah. which is a good thing. Yeah. Another one that just jumped out at me is a little bit is churches are increasingly using email to stay connected. Yeah. Email well, we, is kind of coming around as the primary communication form. Yeah. We just did a podcast recently about, you know, using, using all you can with your digital ministry. And, and that's certainly very important. Yeah, absolutely. Emails, are important newsletters, uh, whatever you've got out there digitally can, can help people, you know, stay connected. All right. All right. And 
jumping into the what ministry staffing and leadership section. Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about this. Uh, staffing levels, according to this report, remain high compared to attendance declines. Uh, he's got here the average church. The average church employs one full-time equivalent staff person for every 42 people in attendance. Uh, this number includes all ministry and support staff. And he goes on to say, we know from previous research uh, that growing churches have 35% fewer staff positions than declining churches. Interesting. Interesting oh. number. I know I've heard him say that before. Uh, churches lean on part-time staff more than other sectors of the economy. I've heard him say this before. The average church has 47% of their staff working part-time. By comparison, the current national average remains 17% part-time workers, according to the Department of Labor. So secular groups, uh, 17%, church relies on 47% of their staff working part-time. I can see that. I could certainly see that. I was. Yeah, I can see it as a healthy thing, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When I was in the, in the corporate world um, and hiring, you know, as a hiring manager, I would always opt to um, to hire people on contract basis yeah. so that you can check them out. You can you know have them there for six months. And if it's not working out or it's not working great, um, yeah. you know, it, it, it's you easy always, to make the split as opposed to yeah. having you know a day of intense yeah. um, interviews to find out everything you know about somebody and then hiring them. Um, this was just a lower risk way yeah. to do things and yeah, it gives you an easy exit ramp. Yeah. And yeah. You, you're, you can hire, yeah. you know, uh, you can hire a lot more people and as more affordable and as part-times and as contract and staff, um, you know, part-time people. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good way to, I, I, it's a good approach that I, you know, I recommend. It looks like the church is doing it. Absolutely. Uh, here's something interesting. Churches have a span of care of one volunteer leader for every 11 people in attendance. So he goes on to say leaders include adults and students who are serving in roles. They are responsible for leading a team or a group, a group of other people. So uh, leaders and group leaders. Uh, so I, I think that's an interesting thing. I remember, I know we've always over the years talked about that. How many volunteers should we have compared to how many people we have actually attending? Mm -hmm. And he says they have one for every 11, which uh, makes, yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So you can kind of look at your, your attendance at your church and see how many leaders you have and see mm -hmm. whether you need to recruit volunteers right. or. <laughs> Or get rid of some. I guess consider yourself fortunate. There you go. You got uh, a volunteer for every, you know, seven yeah. people or so, then yeah. you're yeah. doing good. Yeah. Uh, moving on here with leadership stuff, the average church board or elder team, uh, the average elder team and church board has nine, count them, nine members, uh, the nine, largest nine yeah. justices. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, that's another court. Yeah, that's a different court. Uh, the largest board identified in the current reporting cycle had 106 members. Wow, uh, I don't understand that. That's a, that's pretty big. But but the average church board or elder team has nine members, and that's again over the years I've been working with churches uh, in leadership and volunteer roles. Uh, that's about what I can. 
that's about what we've had over the years, about eight or nine people usually on a leadership team. So right. I don't know. And that's, yeah. Is it, is it biblical? Is it the one to 10 ratio or is it, or my reading depends. too far? Do you know? I don't know. It depends on who you, who you talk to. Yeah. <laughs> is I it thought, biblical? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, I thought there's something in the Bible that referred to just some ratios of leaders to I, followers. And it was, I thought it was one to 10. I, I don't know. Maybe it was an old Roman, um, Roman rule. Yeah. I, I, you know, of course, you always we always had the deal. Jesus had twelve disciples, you know, and they went out. And so I don't know. You know, it's, right. it's I mean, hard. So to say. these, I mean, some of these numbers, these for that you know healthy churches. If I've got, you know, if I'm a senior pastor and I have a board of twelve, then you know that makes sense. I've got some good ratios of you know right. um, leadership, and then the that that went down from leaders to. 11 people in attendance so that ratio just kind of worked its way down seems okay. like a healthy number 10 so yeah it probably is hopefully if everybody's on the same page that would be important of course we've talked about that over the years we've, we've talked about a lot of things on this podcast over the years uh, with leadership uh, here's one that i i wholeheartedly agree with churches generally have only a few additional boards or committees uh, or teams. So churches on an average have three additional boards or committees beyond the primary board. However, again, one church had 20, <laughs> but that must be the one that had a hundred people, a hundred mem- members on their board, elder board. But, but, you know, I have found my own experience again, is when you have a lot of committees, you're just asking for a lot of log jams and a lot of right. bottlenecks, in my opinion. Uh, too many yeah. committees, too many groups that are supposed to be doing things, you know, they, they generally get bogged down and, yeah. and that's not good. So, All right. Yeah. So the last section here is finances. Let's go yep. through that real quick. Sure. So, um, uh, giving has de- decreased slightly during just, last year. Yeah. We covered that yeah. just, just slightly. Uh, again, uh, people that are give givers, people that are behind the church usually stay there. Uh, churches are at the top. End of the financial investment we recommend for staff. Let me read that again. Churches are at the top end of the financial investment we recommend for staff. The average staff budget is 55%. Yeah, this interests me a lot. And by the way, uh, we had some kind of a, we put this stuff on YouTube, you know, and uh, we had one of our top YouTube views for Church Solutions podcast. We're everywhere, but one of them is YouTube was the, how much should we pay our pastor? Did you see that report? Uh, there was a report that. that came out and said that was one of our top viewed videos. How much How much should we pay our pastor? Well, the average staff budget is 55% of the overall ministry budget. Now, this is what he found. This right. includes the cost of all salaries and benefits. We recommend, this is Tony Morgan, that churches try to keep staffing budgets between 45 and 55% of the overall budget. And uh, so... Uh, if you're thinking, hey, what should our salaries be at our church? Here is something that Tony recommends should be between 45 and 55 percent of your right. entire budget. Right. And there's there's probably some good ratios that um, are healthy for the churches. Um, I, I think of you know Dave Ramsey throws out personal mm-hmm. um, ratios for things that are in the healthy ranges. But 
Um, this is for the staff. That's interesting. I wonder what he would recommend with regard to servicing debt for property and, and things like that and, uh, and ministry and others. So anyway, yeah, but yeah. less than 45 to 55% is what he recommends for, um, for staff costs. For right? staff salaries. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. churches are at the high end of that right now at 55%. Yeah, the ones he, he uh, and and speaking of debt, he he says churches have very little debt. So on the average, the current debt load is 0. 0.07 times the church's total annual giving. And again, the unstuck group encourages churches to keep their total debt below 2.0 uh, times the annual giving. So I'm not sure how to, I'm not, I can't tell you off the top of my head what that means. Maybe you can, you're smart. Well, I'm thinking that, they want to say, I bring in just for example, a million dollars a year for my ministry. I don't want to have more than $2 million in it, in debt, okay. um, uh, in total debt, you know, buildings and right. other things. I think it's what he's saying. Yeah, that would so, make sense. And so this is 70% of the, their total annual giving is, um, is tied up in debt. And then they're servicing that debt every year. I mean, that debt's usually a long-term debt. So yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds good. They're going to take care of. That's the way I read that. Makes so, sense. That yeah, sounds, makes yeah. Sense. And I bet he's got just a fount of other little healthy ratios um, like that. That was kind of pointing to as well. Well, you can learn more <laughs> by, by going to the unstuckgroup.com, the unstuckgroup.com. So check that out. That's Tony Morgan's deal. And uh, we already mentioned that most churches have at least 24 weeks in cash reserves. So I don't know, I'm trying to think the last church I was with, we had more than that, I think. But anyhow, we were lucky. All right. Well, we're pretty much out of time here. Anything else to add? No, looks good. This was interesting stuff. Yeah, you love stats. You you love data. And, uh, and I do, too. I, I like it, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, stats kind of point to the nature. It's kind of like I went this morning and uh, did my blood work for my annual exam, which is going to be next week. And the stats will show, you know, the health of the individual. So these stats are always good or the health of the church overall. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, agree. Or where the church needs to work on things. So yeah, I'm into the stats and right. Um, just it kind of shows where you're, where you need work and, and where you're doing good. Yeah, absolutely. And and for those of you listening, you know, who are involved in leadership, I know many of you are, you know, again, this gives you an idea. Uh, you know, you may have a smaller church, you may have a bigger church, but it gives you an idea. And hopefully this information has been good. If you have any questions about that, send us an email support at streamingchurch.tv. And if you haven't subscribed to the Church Solutions podcast, I'd encourage you to do that. Uh, we're found anywhere that you get your that you get your podcast. So you can certainly do that as well. You can look at our YouTube channel or just go to streamingchurch.tv and go under info. And we've got our podcast there. The Church Solutions Podcast is brought to you by mychurchdaily.com. Look it up, mychurchdaily.com and uh, get your church on Alexa devices on the flash briefing. You'll be glad you did. Thank you, Steve Lacey, for your input today. All right. Glad to participate. All righty, good. And we're almost here. Christmas is almost here. We'll probably do one more podcast before Christmas. So uh, if we don't catch our viewers and listeners, happy Christmas, Merry Christmas. But we'll be on next week with another podcast if we can come up with something. And uh, uh, we do appreciate our viewers and We've our listeners. We've planned years in advance. We do. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I, I don't know what they are, but we've got them. All right. So, folks, again, thank you for your time with, with us today. Thanks for putting up with some of our nonsense, at least some of my nonsense. And please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll catch you next time on another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. <laughs>